The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too We've got 55 I, minutes to record this episode before Justin has to leave and go hang out with his in-laws. At the Where am I going? Did you guess I, the West Virginia Pumpkin Festival? Because that's the fuck exactly where I'm going. Boom, boom, that boom, is boom. exactly the fucking pumpkin festival destination that he is attending. Uh, did you? Do you think I will see the biggest pumpkin in the country? No, it's not a national pumpkin festival, <laughs> but I will see the biggest in the state. And that's that ain't. That ain't, ain't too shabby. Crackers. Ain't too shabby. That's a Tony pretty- Almeida, hand me that gun. I have to shoot this pumpkin. Boop. <laughs> Welcome Boop. to our pumpkin slash 24 tribute episode, episode 75, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your sleepiest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sickest brother, Griffin. Guys, 54 minutes. Let's cram some fucking comedy into this shit. <laughs> I work in a law firm, and I just received an all-office email inviting me to my workplace's first ever rockin' Halloween bash. <laughs> oh, let me try that one. Let me try that one more time. Rockin' Halloween bash. My office has thrown some memorably awkward parties in the past, but this one by far promises to be the worst. We've been told we need to dress up, and there's a special award waiting for the least enthusiastic party attendee. Oh, God. God. This is a recipe for success. Uh, But my already planned Halloween costume is definitely not office appropriate. I need some suggestions for quick inexpensive costume that I'll pass the muster at this god-awful party and help me avoid being pinned as the office party puper. I'm a lady (laughs) in my mid-twenties, if that helps narrow down the ideas at all. Well, she definitely doesn't want to be the uh, the party pupa. Um, No. Or the party koopa. Get out of here. Crazy shell. I, you, folks, when you ask a question like this, you got to tell us what celebrity you most resemble, because I otherwise I can't picture in my head. I can't tell you a good costume. Let's let's start off by what do you think that inappropriate costume is? What do you think she's going as? I I think it's somebody like humping an animal. Like, have you seen what? You think she's just gonna walk around with an animal around her like on a belt? Then she's gonna be like, "Get it? I'm fucking this dog." That's my <laughs> costume. It's probably that. It's probably that kid, that lady that gender baby. That's not. Oh, that's pretty office inappropriate. Damn it! I thought of that costume idea, and I thought it would be so clever. And apparently, I keep thinking of clever things, like, but they're not clever. Everyone thought of them first. What about yeah. this? This occurred to me in in listening to the question. Do you have an a buddy at your office, like a good friend that you really trust? Because if so, give him a micro recorder uh, with your voice on it and go as an invisible person. Um. And then you that, just go home, Travis. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's really good. It's <laughs> a lot of a lot of hard work to sync up that audio, but mm-hmm. we need what you need is a webcam with some sort of three G dongle where mm-hmm. you can watch the action and respond appropriately to your God, boss's I have a dongle. Yeah. racist jokes. 
Um, here's here's a here's a cheap costume idea, easy to do that. Uh, my f- my friends in college and I have did on occasion was when we would need last minute costumes to go to like a Halloween party or whatever. We were all broke and 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 uh, nobody prepared for anything, so we would uh, all switch clothes and come as each other. I like it. <laughs> It's a, you mix it up a little bit. You try, you know, as, as much as you're... Because people at the office will get a kick out of that. I'm Gary. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Like, I'm dressed like Gary. I'm Gary. Uh, Gary would have to wear some pretty distinctive garb, though, wouldn't he? It like would have Gary. to be, like, Gary's ducky tie, Gary's cummerbund that he yeah. always wears. Man, Gary's a and fucking a Gary monster. Mask. And that's going to be horrifying. <laughs> you need to cut off Gary's whole face. <laughs> I live um, inside Gary now. <laughs> Did, Did I go tell- as Dilbert, or is that, like, too meta? <laughs> Holy shit. Dilbert-themed Dilbert. office Halloween party. Can you go as sexy Dilbert? Is that a costume? <laughs> I'm slutty Dilbert. I'm sorry, I'm do you do you mean Dilbert? <laughs> the, way that, the way that tie curves up? Don't mind if I do. Those tufts, his no nose, and very, very underspoken mouth. Lack of pupils? I dig that. I'm into that today. His ambiguous shape? Yeah, mm. it's like a, it's like a, uh, some sort of squash, like a spaghetti squash. I mm. love me a bulbous, noseless fictional character. People at offices love. Oh my god! You know what you should go as Kathy. Ooh. People in offices love Kathy. Yeah. They put a put a Kathy comic up, a Ziggy. They love that. Ooh, it could be a know, Ziggy. You could just go as office supplies and sitting at your desk, just start attaching stuff to your clothes. And it's uh, like I'm the office supply cabinet. I'm I'm Rachel from accounting that used to steal things all the time. <laughs> hey, uh, Katie, I'm gonna take this a step back. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna shake this dream and bounce up a level and say, don't go to something called the Rock and Halloween Bash. <laughs> Just like life rule. Unless Dick Clark is going to, if unless they're gonna wheel out Dick Clark's fucking cryo chamber. That's a and, hell of a zombie and, costume. And here's no, the thing. I'm actually Dick Clark. There's nothing they can threaten you with, because what are they going to do, fire you? Because that's going to be an awkward lawsuit afterwards. Right. Like, why did they fire you? Uh, because I wouldn't go to the rocking Halloween but bash. Here's the, th- here's the thing, you guys. I've never worked in an office before, but I have watched every episode of the U.S. office. And at parties like these is when you find your true love. Yeah, right. So maybe you should go, Katie. And meet that special, special someone. You'll go and, and you'll meet Mary Steenburgen. <laughs> She'll be the one that you've been meant to be with your whole life. And uh, you make a special connection. And Oscar will be there? From okay. the sh- and from the show The Ke- Office? And Kevin's always getting into something. Kevin, Kevin, what's he doing with those M&Ms? Get out of here. You crazy you kook. Tubby. Uh, Griffin. You want a Yahoo? You know I do. I got a few of those. I saw uh, some people on Twitter blowing you up. They blew my with, shit right up. With the Yahoo right. answers. You said, can I get dozens of them? And, people and they like, literally gave me dozens. Baker's Ian dozens. follows close. BC Evans Thank blowing you, you up. Uh, this one was sent in by frequent contributor Gali Ayali. Thank you, Gali. Mm-hmm. It's by Yahoo Answers user Emily, who asks, Is it illegal to go to class in a high school you don't go to? I am homeschooled and recently went to class in my local high school just to see if anyone noticed. They didn't. Lul. In North Carolina, U.S., by the way. Uh, additional details. I live in a town with 200 population. Everybody my age knows me. Anyway, I've been in public school since, uh, before. I was just curious if they would notice or not. 
I think a better question is uh, why didn't her parent teacher notice? Like, yeah. I imagine that homeschool should have a pretty strict attendance policy. <laughs> uh, Darla. Darla. Darla? Darla? Absent. Okay, well, this is going to be an awkward class period. Mommy's getting drunk? <laughs> why? First, I think, why would you want to go to go to high school? Why no, would better you... question, like, why would you just slip in? Like, oh, high school. Guess yeah, you know you can enroll out. in that shit. If you don't like homeschooling, you can be like, mm, I'm just going to go to school school. You know, school school? Yeah. Not for play yeah. play. School school. <laughs> school school. Can, can she audit? Is that allowed? Can she just audit a class? I'm I'm sure that in in reality, in like real pupil world, all of these things are fine. That you could be homeschooled, but there's like an advanced chemistry class you want to take or something. But what you don't get to do is just like Jane Goodall slip in and see what it's like amongst the gorillas in the mist. Like you have to like <laughs> sign up for this shit. Yeah, yeah you have to go to the involved. thing and because at some point the teacher's going to look over and say, "And you are? Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you standing in the doorway?" <laughs> Um, I can I, see you. I don't want to... I'm about to knock both homeschoolers and my own father, and I apologize to both parties. But uh, there's got to be a point in your life when you're homeschooled when... Um, uh, for instance, my dad once uh, dumped kitty litter down a drain in our basement, and then the kitty litter got stuck, and so he tried to wash it out with bleach and then almost died. <laughs> Right. Because of the that. fumes, those uh-huh. two things killed him. I don't want my dad to teach me chemistry. Does that make <laughs> right. sense? There has to be a moment where you look at your your parents and you say, mm, "No, I don't want to learn this particular thing from you." If I, I ever have kids and I end up homeschooling them, homeschooling is going to become a euphemism for lying school because it's going to be like, "How does the sun work?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a good question. The devil's inside of it." Next yeah. question. I, or you just go to school in Texas. There's yeah. another yeah. option. Hey, that's, hey now. That's close hey, to true. Just the bad parts where you hate people. I don't know. I know there are smart parts. Yeah. Uh, so, so if you're listening and you're upset, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other ones. Mm-hmm. I like. Uh, I, I just don't understand how you have to be very, very bright to be a teacher. And I, I'm not saying that everybody who listens to this show, your parents are stupid. Um, I'm just saying that they're teaching you literally every bit of information you're ever going to know. Maybe you want them to be like super, super on point with their brain smarts, mm-hmm. like. And I don't think that everybody would possess that, right? Does that make sense? Like, I got taught by like sixty different people coming up. Yeah, right. You got their wisdom. You like a like an educational Highlander. You suck their wisdom out. I sucked up the the marrow of their brain bones, and right. now mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm I'm the well rounded person I am today. If it was just my dad, like saying like, "Hey, don't," you would be a clone of of our dad. You which would only I know pretty much knows. pretty much already am, but. But like a right. brain clone. Like a brain clone, yeah. I, and I think, Griffin, you're selling yourself sort of if you don't think teachers are making up most of it. Yeah. When I was in high school, that was the smartest I was ever – like the knowing the most things I was ever yeah. going to know. And then after time. that uh, – and now as an adult, I know barely anything. I think teachers are just struggling to keep their minds wrapped around the one subject they have to be an expert of. Because they're adults and they can't remember as many things as they use. I used to know everything. I, I used really to be the smartest man alive. I'm willing so to smart. bet that they are reading one chapter ahead in the book every week. You think? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they Guys, assign a chapter and then they go home and read it too, and they're like, "Oh, that's some interesting shit. I should talk about that." I, I went to a bar trivia night the other night, and um, I got there, and they were like, "All right, all the questions tonight are going to be geography based." And so what I did because I was there with friends was I just got drunk as drunk as I possibly could as fast as I could so that I could have a reason for not contributing anymore. <laughs> They'd be like, find Zimbabwe on a map. Like, I can't. What's a Zimbabwe? Find the toilet. I'm so sick. Uh, I'm sorry that that you can't go to high school and and muddle with your peers. Um, Can I go to high school? Yeah. I can just kick in the door to a high school and be like, hi, I'm Jeremy. And people... We'll think I am so in no serious. way an investigative reporter. My yeah. dear friend Jason is an English teacher, and I just walked in that high school that he teaches at, and they let me talk to students. So I, I always God. think it's a troubling uh, circumstance when you drive up to a high school and there's like that guard shack security tower, and they just kind of go, "Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, you're wow, good. What are you doing you're here? Failing at your job, yeah." What do you there's think the parameter that, is that they that they kick you out? Like, I am here to not touch kids. I don't know. That shouldn't even come to your mind. (laughs) Why are you bringing this up? Why did you even bring it up? Hey, guys, I'm an avid believer in the philosophy of waiting as long as possible to wash a pair of jeans for the sake of preserving the color in them. I will often go a few months without Uh washing them. The jeans I wear are usually dark in color, so they do not show food and or coffee stains, nor do they noticeably smell from a distance. My main fear of doing this is that those who see me on a day-to-day basis in work setting will start to notice that I'm re-wearing my jeans every day for weeks on end or that I am a slob or a hobo. Is this a weird thing to do? Are my fears justified? That's from Dirty Denim in Detroit. That was my favorite Bruce Springsteen album. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. You're a slob. No, hey, Travis. Hey, hey. No, here's Ch- when you when your qualifiers are they don't noticeably smell from a distance. Yeah. And they're dark so they don't show coffee or food stains. Not that they don't have coffee or food stains. Well, sure. A man's going to spill coffee on his pants. That's that's gravity. Well, but third is a few months? Like you're changing seasons with these pants? What I need you to do, Travis, is I need you to go and watch the denim episode of Put This On. You're supposed to wear those jeans out until they until the smell is so strong that you can't wear them. Wait, so okay. <laughs> is he saying <laughs> You're like, like he, putting on your jeans and trying not to retch? Like, oh God <laughs> can't is he, is he saying that like he do you think he means he wears them like in a month, three times spread out over a month? Or is like no. every day no for way, a month? Man. I think these are his off-court buddies, and he's wearing them every day. I mean, if you're I going think to work are... in those... Yeah, he's also just... wearing them on the court. They're off and on court buddies. Yeah, they're just his constant buddies. They're just his constant ever buddies. buddies. They're his they're... ever buddies. There are many ways to Have you preserve... worn those ever buddies jeans? The new brand? <laughs> from Gap? They're nice. They have so many pockets. Your ass looks terrific in those everybody's. They have uh, uh, little inserts for Glade plugins that you can just like <laughs> slide right in there, and then the, sn- the smell isn't noticeable from a distance. They have a Teflon weave. It's pretty uh-huh. nice. It really They're catches at- the stink and holds it in. <laughs> so- but man, watch out when you take it off. There is a visible cloud. <laughs> you know, I hear people using those instead of security deposit boxes now. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. put them in your everybody's. And this is where I keep my stink that. and my bouillon. <laughs> In my uh, jeans vault. 
Uh, there are just so many better ways to preserve the color of your jeans. Do this. Try like a like, like a cold okay. wash. No, like a wash them inside out because denim's only dyed on the outside. Wash them inside out in a bathtub of cool water with a little bit of color protection uh, detergent yeah. in there. And line dry them instead of tumble dry because mm-hmm. that's going to help. And uh, put a little bit of vinegar in there when you wash them. It helps uh, lock the dye in. Not a Is lot, that for real? Yeah for, yeah, for real. I didn't know that. So, yeah. All my pants are covered in paint, so I really I don't know. Travis doesn't own any. a pair. Of, I swear to God he's not making that up. Travis works in a, a shop, and all of his... That's good. That's good. Are, and specific. That's good and specific. Yeah. you know, like a, a shop, sh- like a workshop, like a shop. Travis shop, is like in a, business. <laughs> a set shop. I work with uh, my hands. Um, all of his pants are covered in paint and holes, and like I can't go out to dinner with him at a nice place. I I actually went and bought one pair of jeans, and it has remained untouched uh, by paint. And it it is like the holy of holies in my house. Where like I must know where those pants are at all times, <laughs> and that they aren't touching in my dirty shop pants. Yeah. Travis and Travis and I went to America's uh, favorite water park, the Great Wolf Lodge in Cincinnati. His trunks have paint on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't understand it. I don't did you paint? That. Did you paint in your trunks, Travis? I paint in everything. Yeah. I, I when I started in the shop, I had such like high hopes of like I will have one pair of paint pants and one paint shirt. And then flash forward two years later, where I'm just like fuck it, I and I just I just paint pour wardrobe. paint right onto my shirts. <laughs> I <laughs> buy like, them and then just. It's like flash dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> pulls a rope and paint <laughs> covers him <laughs> completely. Um, I that you are okay. Listen, I don't know how much your jeans cost, uh-huh. but if but if you are so worried about the dye in your jeans, and that is more precious to you than people think of you as the stinky kid, which they do. Uh huh. I wear cheaper jeans. I'd rather be. I'd rather be cheap jeans Charlie than stinky kid Steve, <laughs> right? Yeah. I agree. Get those, hey, right out to Target. Get those $20 Massimo jeans. They're fine. They're You know what? Yeah. They're just fine. Why don't They're, you just get, instead of expensive jeans, more jeans and get yeah. like a wider rotation? Double jeans. Okay. Yeah, get them double jeans. Get double have, jeans you worn, and... have you worn, <laughs> have you worn double everybody's? Have you worn those double jean everybody's from Gap? <laughs> it's basically like an airlock system. <laughs> they cost three hundred thousand dollars. Your damn. dick will suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> they are airtight. They keep the last remaining sample of smallpox in there. That's they're in my everybody's. My hermetic. More or less, it's like fall. an iron lung from the waist down. <laughs> I'm not even sure that we understand the concept of everybody gene vaults anymore. Nope. Nope. Pretty sure we don't. Um, and and one more thing before we move on, I I don't want to call you out on this, man, but this isn't a philosophy. <laughs> like this isn't the kind of thing that you base your life choices on. Like this is something that like I don't think it, we should wash the jeans. It's not like you're starting like a temple on this. If your jeans smell like hot rotten wood, then like. I think people, I think that's going to inform a lot of the decisions in your life. I feel like it's going to... this isn't like when someone's like, man, your jeans smell real bad. And you're like, oh, I believe in the Tao of jeans smelly. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> well, like, it, that just... can be. That can be a thing. And I, I feel like you're totally wrong on this. I feel like that if you say that word, that sentence out loud to somebody, a potential love prospect, that they will leave you 
you know, and then that will inform even more decisions of your life. So, like in Facebook, where it says like religious views, you put smelly jeans. Yeah, smelly I don't jeans. wash my jeans to preserve their color. If you wanna, if you wanna really sell this, um, build a little, put a little uh, portrait of Matthew McConaughey somewhere in your house, mm-hmm. like some votives around it and stuff. Um, Does he not oh, wash his jeans? Oh, crusty one, you are <laughs> the crustiest. Does he have crusty? He's wearing nothing but crusty dungarees. You know it. <laughs> have you? Oh, have you worn the everybody crusty dungarees? The double, the double. They jeans. more or less stand up on their own. Double crusty. Double crusty. They got three legs. The they only way it. to get in them is to be lowered in them because they're yeah. so they're just rock hard. They have to be point. fused onto you. Yeah. Thanks. They're uh, they're worth every penny though. Worth yeah. every penny. How much do you guys spend on jeans? What's the what's the max? I had this argument with somebody the other day. I don't spend more than like. Thirty-five bucks, twenty bucks, jeans, twenty. I I know I'm gonna destroy them. Is the thing like I know between wearing cowboy boots and like working in the shop, I'm going to destroy these pants in about a month and a half. Yeah, I uh, Justin, I, I don't, I don't like to spend a lot because I tell myself I'm gonna lose weight so soon they won't fit for very long. I'll say oh, I'm gonna be too skinny for these soon. Not gonna be this yeah. husky forever. But I still shop Wait, in you the Husky can, Boy section. Can you shop in the maternity section? Well, no, I mean, I'm not at that. I, oh, you're saying, like, you can cinch them. You can cinch them up. Cinch them with a web belt. You know, I'm, you, know I'm you don't have to worry about that with, with everybody's. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Everybody's are, are, they are molded to your body, and you can never take them off. Do you guys and, remember in Back to the Future 2? Yes. Like he pulls the thing and he goes... I'm like sucks up. I want that. Why don't we have that technology? Everybody technology. Yeah, because yeah, it was a movie. I mean, we don't have like hoverboards. It was a film. Art. It was a fictional. Yeah, like, you realize you that wasn't a docu. Was that a- wasn't a docudrama. That was a. It was a fiction. It was a piece of fiction. <laughs> it was a uh, fiction. fiction. What? It was a. a it was a fiction license. Uh huh. Do you know what a nonfiction is? Um. It was a not. It was the not no- nonfiction. It was fake. It was total fake Hollywood bullshit. Okay, so <laughs> it was fake, like Benjamin Franklin. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, Back it wait. up. Okay. If you You're see doing- someone on Money, they're real. Okay? Oh yeah, got it. He was really one of our our earliest presidents, Benjamin Franklin. Okay. If you see somebody on if you see somebody on Spin City, then it's fake. Uh huh. Does that make right. sense to you? So, so Michael J. Fox is not a real person. Okay. Are you okay. saying, Griffin, uh, are you only saying that people, projects that involve people with Parkinson's disease are fake? Is that wow, a nonfiction Griffin, that's fiction cold. Well, that's cold. This whole thing has gotten away from me. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're the one who maybe needs the word class on words. Whenever I talk to my friends about a cartoon, a comic, game, manga, or anime, they seem okay. interested mm-hmm. in it. What's up? No, you did. You read all those, those words. words. You did such a good job representing our our, our Japanese ties. Manga and anime mm-hmm. is that okay. correct? Yeah, that's okay. proper. And they seem interested in it. I offer to lend them to discuss media. The thing is that from time to time, I give them stuff. I get it back. They never touch it. At this point, I'm considering if I should stop lending stuff out altogether. But I really do want to share the joy slash hate of these things and discuss them with my friends. What should I do? That's the lost lore lender of Los Angeles. Can I? Can we take a moment and say that everybody is getting very good at those nicknames? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's do, doing a much better I, job. I think that sometimes people spend more time coming up with the clever nicknames than they do the question. And I love it, don't get me wrong. But I would like to think that people said they go, I have this really important pressing question, but not yet. Not until I know what my name's going to be. Let, let me cook say something that. up. I think I, that this question asker needs to be a little bit better at detecting when people are being polite. Yes, that's because, what I was going to say. You need to take a long, hard look and say, are they really interested? Because if all you talk about is Gundam when you're hanging out with them, mm-hmm. then eventually, like, like they're just gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna say yes, Gun- Gundam, yes. Mm, that <laughs> no, sounds pretty cool. Okay. If you spend uh, like thirty minutes laying out the whole plot to Gundam Onariki B Seven Party Down, they're that's they're the one about the ver- that's the one about the vitamins, right? Yeah, that's the one about the vitamins that work at a catering service. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. It's I mean, like it's underappreciated. But if you spend thirty minutes tell, relaying the plot to them, they're not going to look you dead in the eye and say, "Well, that sounds like incomprehensible bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> they're going to say, "Like, just sounds like some real made up rigmarole." <laughs> sounds sounds pretty good to me. Pretty good. And uh, so I would say, good rule of thumb is if they ask to borrow it. Boom. Let them borrow it. But don't be like, hey, remember that thing we talked about yesterday that you said sounded kind of cool? I brought it in today. Here yeah. you go. They don't want it. It's I, also really hard to – you got to stop thinking of I, I want to get them into the things that I like and try to think of what what they will actually enjoy rather than just trying to convert them because it's good. There are many things that are good that the people in your life won't care for. Like, for know. instance, I watch Breaking Bad by myself. Because I know my wife would not enjoy it. It's very grim. Yeah. Um, but it's still a good show. I, I mean, I enjoy it, but it, it's not her taste. That's how I was with Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is an amazing show, but I know that that is not Teresa's bag. You know, I yeah. actually learned this lesson from uh, my buddy Brent, Brent Floss, uh, when we roomed together in college. I would come to him like when Family Guy first came out, and I was sitting there going, "Dude, you're gonna love this. Check it out." And he more or less politely refused to watch it because I was so passionate about trying to get him to do it that he kind of pushed back naturally well way to go travis well but then two years later he started watching it on his own and came back Mm. and said you're right family guy is awesome and like but that's the story of how brent started watching family guy (laughs) (laughs) people have been writing in and asking us for the origin story of brent watching family guy and there you have it if you I saw would like him. To hear the whole he story. To... You can check out my blog. How Brent started doing stuff. <laughs> the next issue of the Brendel Floss comic is good. To... It's going to be about his origins and the how did him. Brent start scrapbooking? That's what I want. <laughs> how did well, you have any? Saying, you got a scrapbook. Scrapbooking is awesome. Look at these. These pictures are everywhere. Check Look out these this... wallpaper samples I found. Check out this floral print. I got a really fun, really kicky foam font that you can stick on to just say, like, winner or home run or top prize or blue ribbon or science fair or any, anything. Wedding wedding day, day before wedding day. Baby's first gum. Whatever. <laughs> Baby's last gum. <laughs> Put that gum down. Science fair. Never again. <laughs> Dear Bubblegum, your product choked my baby. <laughs> I would like a refund. And I will put your response in my scrapbook. <laughs> um, 
I also think um, not to in any way put down uh, these these uh, media forms at all. But as you move into things like manga, anime, comics, that kind of stuff, you are less likely to reach a wider audience. Yeah, they're pretty esoteric, and that's yeah. that's fine because um, the people that you are going to find who are going to be enthusiastic about them are going to be doubly uh, doubly enthusiastic. But maybe so there's friends... a difference between like, oh, you've never seen the Star Wars movies? Check these out, and like, here's Vampire Love Diary Killer Samurai Seven. Yeah, because a lot of the a lot of the especially with things like manga and anime, there's a lot of uh, cultural touchstones you that you really need to be it like that. In, indoctrinated in before you, you you know you can really get the most out of it. And it's kind of hard, I think, for some people to just sort of get on board with that whole aesthetic uh, mm-hmm. without you know really growing up with it and being introduced to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Start, if you want to do geeky, start them out with something easier. Like Scott Pilgrim is a good place to start with mango. No, that's not. Yeah, that's a good idea. See, there you go. Get him. You ease him into the cues. The cute little story about a guy who loves a girl and also loves poutine, and Mm -hmm. you work from there. Build from there. But I think good rule of thumb: wait for them to ask to borrow it. What is a manga? And you say, "Oh, friend, come to me. This is Mm -hmm. Evangelion." And it's also, I think. (laughs) I think it's also just like anything else where if you are too forward, if you're the guy who's trying too hard, like if you're the guy that brings something in anytime anyone talks about it, you're going to become less and less popular. So make them want it. It's annoying. What you do is you show them where it is on your shelf and say, it's over here if you want to borrow. It's over there if you want to borrow it. Mm -hmm. And then if they want to borrow it, fine. God bless. Mm -hmm. But, um, Yeah. Don't don't pressure him because yeah you're right I mean I mean it, it it's a weird situation to to have something that someone lets you that you don't really want to read or watch. Mm-hmm. I did that with Griffin's novel for about a year. Yeah. I just you gave it back you, eventually. Wait, what? Sorry, you said you loved it. Are you talking about I, Grant Andrews' Kid Cop? Mm-hmm. I read the entirety. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Grant Andrews' Kid Cop. I loved. Very, I knew I was gonna love. It was one of those, you know, when you meet someone, yeah, and right away, you know, this is something special. That is special. I felt yeah. that way about after first three pages. Like I read them, and I, I thought, think we can I all agree this. that Grant Andrews' Kid Cop is lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it is lightning in a bottle. I, I wanted to savor it. I'm reading a page a year. I you know you have to be careful with lightning in a bottle because if you let it out, you get struck by lightning and you die. I, I yeah. hope Travis said it's not lightning in a bottle because I'm already working on Grant Andrews' Teen Cop. <laughs> he goes yeah. around patrolling the area for teen crimes on his jetpack. I'm just glad, Griffin, that you're working on these sequels in a timely manner. Like every oh, I'll years. be on my I will be on my deathbed working on Grant Andrews' twenty something cop. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Grant Andrews cop because <laughs> <laughs> he will get to that point. <laughs> and then. Uh, and then crazy old Mr. Andrews in the house down the lane. <laughs> if we get to crazy old Mr. Andrews, Griffin's going to really have to start doing some clean living to get to like 137. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am looking forward to Grant Andrews meets Paul Blart. <laughs> yeah. That's the crossover that I'm doing with DC. Cop team. Man, um, um, what about Grandpa Cop? That's a nice little turn of phrase. <laughs> you like Grandpa Cop? I like Grandpa Cop because, well, I mean, that's pretty much... Uh, that's pretty much every uh, 
a Clint Eastwood movie that's been released since the early 90s. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I want Smothers! I know. I know you do. <laughs> Where's the justice? No, you <laughs> gave away your Worthers. You gave them to everyone. I had a bag full of Worthers. Yeah, no, I know. you. I miss my dog. Which Which one? <laughs> <laughs> You've had many dogs over the years. I'm putting Which your dog? baggy jeans under arrest. My gun is heavy. <laughs> Come back here. I'm three feet away. I'm just standing. Come closer. <laughs> oh, We're making cops. fun of Clint Eastwood now, and I, I don't know how I feel about that. Let him come for me. Let him yeah, he come. He will. He will come uh, with a swift, swift breeze of death. Uh, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes, yeah. please. Are you sure? I'm positive. Yeah. This one wants to get like Chris- riled up. Is that it? Yeah, Woo! I want you to get psyched. This one was uh, sent in by Kristen Travers. Thank you, Kristen. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Oh, fuck. Sayam- Sayamara. Who asks? I know. Um, this one was asked by Psyduck, the Pokemon. He asks, uh, can you list the reasons? Psyduck. Psyduck. <laughs> That's what he asks. That's what he says. That Sorry, was Justin's ahead. Pokemon impression. Uh, can you list the reasons why a man cries? As many as possible be appreciated. Um, like a full list? I think you want something comprehensive. Well, if, if it's me, uh, number one at the top of that list is cartoon robots. Yeah. Cartoon robots are the saddest thing, whether they be toasters or, mm-hmm. or wallies. Uh, Iron Giants, the, yeah, Iron Giants. Iron Giants, oh, the saddest. Um, and then, uh, like a subcategory of that is like any Pixar movie where yeah. somebody learns a lesson. Um, that's I'm gonna cry in that. But see, that's a th- so uh, you like so you- cartoon cartoon robots is right because only men cry at those. Um, Pixar uh-huh. movies, I feel like, is more universal. I've seen I've seen females cry at Pixar movies. Right, but like women cry. Women cry watching up for the wrong reasons. They don't know that Ed Asner is a robot. Uh, yeah. yeah, they don't know. They didn't understand the subtle hints and clues that his character is actually an android. I mean, yes. really, they're all robots. They're all computers. look how look how big he is. He's two feet tall. You ever see a person like that? Nope. Yeah, he's like a old, mm-hmm. he's like a old nope. microwave robot. He's boxy too. He's yeah. cuboid. He was a little servo bot. A little servo bot with a dead dead <laughs> wife. Let's I, when something falls on their privates or something some something with velocity collides with their private area. I I would say if anything falls on them in general. No, because I can take a blow to the head from like a like an umbrella that falls down on me. But if that mm-hmm. umbrella f- somehow squarely falls on my penis, then it's, the tears. That's when the, that's what makes the tears. Hey guys, happen. straight up, I'm going to call you guys out. What is the most random, weirdest thing that you've ever gotten choked up over? <laughs> I There is a Staples commercial where the dad is at the store, and he says, we have to buy all these supplies, and they're for the kids, and his wife's a teacher, and she's like, uh, well, the school doesn't have enough money this year. And then, and then she sees him at another register later, even though he was upset. And he's buying some supplies for oh, class. Oh, man. I want you to know, I actually just got choked up. Just listening I, to you tell about the story. That's have beautiful. Money. I'm getting worked up again. The staples commercial. <laughs> uh, any more? Now that I'm an old man, any Christmas commercial? <laughs> Literally <laughs> right any Christmas commercial. 
<laughs> my for me it's that Zales commercial or no it's K K Jewelers where they're in the cabin and the the girl and the guy are standing there and the lightning strikes and he holds her and he's like don't worry I'm here I'll always be here and he gives her the thing and I cry because that woman's about to be murdered <laughs> she's about to get she's about to get murdered in a cabin and all of her friends and family will never see her again I gotta ca- call bullshit because I opened my heart with that Staples commercial revelation and you went for a gag okay, and I, and I have to call shenanigans on you wanna know what commercials I've cried at no I wanna you wanna know Griffin. mine this is an embarrassing deep dark secret okay Katy Perry's firework <laughs> fuck you what? Wait, hold on. No more questions today, kids. Hold on one second, Travis, because did the, was it because the song played right after you won the season finale of America's Next Top Model? No, wait, you weren't on America's I, Next Top Model. I was having a particularly rough, um, sleepy day. I was at the end of like a hundred hour work week, like I often do. Yeah. And it, I, I just was singing at the top of my lungs, but saying, I'm a firework. And it was... yeah. It was particularly moving. And now I, I wish t- I would have just kept that one to myself. I don't yeah. know if it's better if you're joking or not. Like, I can't I can't know. You can never tell me. Actually, no. I need you to tell me this is a joke right now. I need you to tell me you're kidding. No, I like the picture of a, a single tear rolling down your paint-covered face <laughs> and then resting gently in the nestles of your beard. <laughs> you are- <laughs> firework travis don't ever let anybody that is true you are a firework i've long thought when travis mcelroy springs to mind (laughs) it's with a trail of sparks behind him because he (laughs) god damn it he's a firework Mm -hmm. you you know what the worst part about that is too yeah i do travis i know what the worst part is i know what the worst part is travis (laughs) i do i do know the worst part it's the part that it is it it is the thing that it is the fact that it is that the thing it is the thing it, it is is the worst thing. It is the thing, and then you do it. <laughs> like, you've heard the song, right? You didn't just cry at the idea of it. Like, you heard the song. I want you, I want you guys to know I'm crying right now. So I changed it. That's the last thing I got choked up by. <laughs> you guys being mean. I like to cry. Like baby, I'm cry. a firework. Yeah. How dare you talk to a firework like, him, like that? Do you guys ever just think about sad things to try and get a good cry out? I never, I didn't until about 30 seconds ago. Now I got all the sad things <laughs> I need to last me forever. Because um, crying feels so good, I think. It's like, it's like, it's like jerking it for your eyes. Mm-hmm. Forcing, forcing yeah. a cry is like jerking it for your emotions. Well, have you ever heard someone say that, anyone ever, when you hear someone say it's a tear jerker? That's what they're talking about. <laughs> And now that is not using uh, tears as a lubricant as you masturbate. No, that's, some, no, that's something no. Jeffrey Dahmer does. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> did. Oh. Jeffrey Dahmer did. I'm sorry. Do you guys know what we forgot to do last week? Fuck. Oh, God. We've got to ring in the new month. Yeah. Like we do. Oh. Um, I Justin, God, time is so tight. Uh, let's just burn through them. Apple month. That'd be appropriate, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, appropriate. Appropriately uh-huh. moving. Uh, Church Safety and Security Month. Mm. Cut Out Dissection Month. Eat Better, Eat Together Month. Mm. No. Energy Management is a Family Affair, Improve Your Home Month. Shut the fuck up, you. That's not a month. No, you just said the not. whole... It took a whole month to say it. Um, Feral Hog Month. There, or, uh, yep. Hog Out Month. Uh, uh, feral it, Hog is a good one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Watch out for that pig! That's pretty much sums it up, though, doesn't it? 
month of free thought. Just shh, shh, shh. It's National Chili Month. It's also National Caramel Month, but I would prefer chili, I think. <laughs> if you see a web that says, holy fucking shit, feral pig, just turn around and run. <laughs> what is it? What Do I even know what a feral pig is? Because I don't think I do. Yeah, I think a it's feral- a pig that was raised, like a pig that was raised by wolves. Oh, that's Guys, really this is the fucking story. coolest month. I'm going through. It's pizza month. <laughs> Guys, it's sausage month. Guys, it's raptor month. What? <laughs> What is the coolest things? Pizza and raptors. Uh, and raptor pizza. I'd like a pizza. If you could just put some sausage and feral pig <laughs> on that. Uh, let's, feral let's meat f- is something that it is domesticated and then became wild. It mm. went from being domesticated to wild. Oh, so this is, this is like people that have released their pot-bellied pigs back into the wild? Okay. Let's yeah. do this. This is a good. This is a good thread. Um, okay. How about? Hey, have you guys seen Babe Pig in the City with a gun? <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. Hey. Not so much a PSA though, was it? No. How about this? Hey, stop flushing your baby piglets down the toilet because <laughs> then they grow to be feral in the sewers and it's terrifying. My brother, my brother, and me. It's a little wordy, but I'll accept it. <laughs> oh no. You flushed too many baby piglets, and now you've made a pig king. <laughs> oh, the pig king. He was right there. Oh, a pig king would be so adorable, wouldn't it? With all of its snoots and snouts. <laughs> oh, Look at all these little corkscrew tails. I want to pinch him, pig king. <laughs> um, my brother, uh, how about this? Um, why is no one ever caught on tape a fight between a feral pig and an urban fox? My brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> Man, that would be fucking... That's the new sci-fi ridge, isn't it? <laughs> How else are you going to get feral bacon? <laughs> My brother and me. What do you guys think of... I mean, I, 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 I would know more ways to warn people. Like, obviously, you should stay away from a feral pig. How about... Because I don't know what kind of diseases it's contracted. Uh-huh. I just don't know how to warn people against this thing if I haven't seen it in action. Like, is it fast? Is it dangerous? Will it bite you? I I mean, pig, what is the difference between a feral pig and a wild boar? That's my question. Is that, aren't those the same thing? I think a feral pig has known the luxuries, the conveniences of mankind. Yeah. And a wild boar hasn't. And I don't know if that makes it, I don't know if that makes it tough. I feel like a feral pig is just going to be kind of sad. The feral pig is just going to think about the life that he used to have and he doesn't have anymore, you know? Right, right. He's going to be bitter. It looks like they're going to be... I'm I'm doing a little research right now on the internet. It looks like they're... (laughs) It looks like they're going to be furrier. Okay. It looks like they're going to have big tusks. (laughs) Oh, no. It actually looks... They basically look like Peter Jackson, in short. (laughs) You can imagine Peter Jackson with bigger, lower teeth. That's what a feral pig looks like. And slightly more charm. Hey, Peter Jackson, I liked you way better when you were super fat. Yeah. You were so jolly. When you looked like the kind of guy who would spend his entire life directing a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. I feel like you're getting above your raisin right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You went from looking like a dwarf to an elf, Mm. to, to use terminology that you would understand. Yeah. I don't like it. 
I don't like it one bit. I don't like emaciated. I want to give you a sandwich made of the finest elven bread. (laughs) And wild and feral pig. And sweet, sweet feral pig. Is this feral pig? This is delicious. And then I'll look at it and be like, Dad? It's not not your dad. (laughs) It's feral pig. You know, they're a big problem in Cape Canaveral. Down in Florida, you'll see them rolling around. Florida can't. Florida makes me so fucking angry the way they treat animals down there. Yep. They throw alligators in sewers. They throw feral pigs out in pig pig bins. They out throw the alligators swamp. at pigs. Uh-huh. <laughs> they make pig gators. They, they make th- gator pigs. They put birds in slingshots and then throw them at pigs. <laughs> Crocoswine! <laughs> is, the monster I just invented is Crocoswine. <laughs> That's it. I don't have a joke. I just wanted to. He's got the teeth of a gator, the ears of a pig. <laughs> He's and got the heart tusks of a man. and tusks and tusks and back ridges, <laughs> like the crocodile does. And he loves you. And he loves you so much. Give him a kiss. No, don't. He's got so many tusks. <laughs> Crocodile swine tusks and ridges. Don't let him bite your face. He's got a tail and another tail that's curlier. <laughs> That's the one that grants wishes if you cut it off. Uh-huh. Just he will give you bacon and boots. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I thought Crocoswine would be much more intimidating, but he sounds pretty cool. He's I want to like, hang out with him. If it weren't for all the tusks, he'd make a great home pet. If it weren't for all those GD tusks, he's, he's like the giving tree of feral animals. <laughs> he's to give you bacon and boots with his meat and his skin, and he'll Many make sweats penicillin, which is nice. Yeah. He'll make people think you're hanging out with Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's unfair because I feel like Peter Jackson isn't as scaly as Crocoswine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> hey, have you guys checked out my new double crusty double jean everybody vaults made of Crocoswine skin? That's oh genuine Crocoswine. Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the ultimate callback pants. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, I want to hear Griffin's last question, but first, thank you so much again for listening. Uh, this is my brother, my brother, me, as you've gathered. Uh, our website is mbmbam.com. You can email us, mbmbam at maximumfun.org, and there's lots of other great shows at maximumfun.org you can listen to, in addition to forums where you can chat about our uh chat about our show and all the other great max fun products while you're there while you're on maximumfun.org uh you should probably rsvp to uh jordan and jesse are uh hosting a, a a great little comedy event in pasadena california uh if you live in there you should go to it uh they're gonna have uh mark Marin uh from what the fuck and chris fairbanks and al magical and dc pearson uh, go get your tickets now if you live in California or if yeah. you even live around California or just drive over just go there go to there um, and uh, thank you everybody for tweeting about the show uh, thanks to uh, Thoughts and Such and Nikki the Rat um, Always Amy H Aaron Atchison Emily Perper John Empty Pil- uh, The Pilgrims Ham Doctors as always uh, Shinizaru everybody thanks everybody it. And thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, which is It's a Departure, which is you can find on the album Putting the Days to Bed, which you should find there because you should own it and hear it in your, in your ears every day. You've earned it. You've earned it from, from me. Boop. Boop. Oh, my boop, God. We're boop. getting down to the wire.
Griffin, go. Um, Last question. Hit me. This, this final question I found. It's by Yahoo Answers user Frankie, who asks, me and my girlfriend want to have a role-playing sex based on the Terminator? <laughs> this is my brother, my brother, and me. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Did I mess that up? You sure did. A little bit. Boop, beep, boop, beep. Your heart three stacks, keep your heart, hey, keep your heart three stacks, keep your heart, man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart, play your part. <laughs> <laughs>